What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Out of Our League. Uh, this is episode five, I believe. Four. Yeah, this is five. We just finished recording episode four. This is four. episode Joey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Or> episode Joey. <laughs> so this one, another very special episode. We got another member of the Kind of Funny crew here, so I'm super excited to get into the introductions. I'll be your host today, Gage. Uh, let's see how, again, Discord is a different placement than how I have it on here, so let's go down. We've got Kumail to... I apologize for the hair. <laughs> don't worry it just looks like pixels on my side so you're fine oh that's great <laughs> uh, on the right of him we have philip j woodward hello everybody to his right we have ben i would say wave to the camera ben but above him we have there caesar we and in the middle we have a very special guest this week joey noel how you doing today joey Yay! I'm so glad that we could figure out timing to get me on just as the year's closing out. Yep. Perfect timing. Yeah, well, we had to have you on because of your name, Joey. Oh, I know. <laughs> Christmas in December. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So we usually try to record these and release them like the same day, so either like on Saturday or Sunday. Uh, but since we just recorded one that's going to go up this week, we're actually going to save this one to release on Christmas Day. <gasps> oh my god! Thanks, guys. Yeah, don't don't say welcome. we don't do anything, guys. Yay, thank you. I think we recorded live on Christmas Day. <laughs> I know. I took time out of my holiday to spend some time with you guys. Uh, I just want to say something we do for every guest. Joey, you're pretty good. Oh, <laughs> this good. is a fun snake voice. I like this. It was the, it was I know the voice very of little about Metal Gear, but I like it. <laughs> we'll do this for 90 minutes if you ask him to. Don't, don't tell <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but shouldn't it? Shouldn't, okay. It was the oh. voice of Snake in The Last Chance. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Last Chance Ross oh. video. <laughs> now I'm just putting all the pieces together. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate it the assistance <laughs> we uh we do the the you're pretty good for for every guest that comes on the show so <laughs> everybody i mean here's the thing everybody likes to hear the, that they're appreciated and stuff so yes. it's a, right. a fun little treat <laughs> i think so it is always very fun well, talking of treats we've got uh caesar towers is going to treat you to our first question caesar yeah. it? so it's actually two Equal. questions it's actually okay. two questions and i'm very excited <clears throat> to talk to joe because i feel like joe is the only person i could talk about this with <laughs> What's it like living with Moose? And oh why is Stardew Valley one of the greatest games in the world? <laughs> Gosh, so really? here's the thing. Oh I know that God, that's from the collector's edition, and I yeah. keep tr like telling myself, do I really need to buy this game again? But all of the stuff it's that comes it. with it is so cute. <laughs> it's and it. I want the cute little like guidebook and stuff like that. Yeah, I want it all. Um, I'll, So then I'm just going to start in reverse order. Uh, Stardew Valley <laughs> is the best game ever. <clears throat> which I might be editorializing whatever title you gave it, um, because it has so many different things. If you like dungeon crawling, then you can fight all the little things in the mines. People love doing that. If you like the farming part of it, uh, you can grow all of these crops and then you can like make them into wine and then age them and like age your cheese. And it's like very fun. Uh, if you like dating sims, this is your game. You can like meet and romance and build up relationships with everybody in the town. And really there's just something for everybody it is a little bit overwhelming when you first get into it because there's like uh not enough time in the day but then you figure it out and it's fun and it's just relaxing and the soundtrack's killer like the soundtrack is 
one of my favorite episodes of Stardew Valley. It's a very, very it's good. awesome soundtrack. What I love about it is that there's a sense of like growth with the game. Like as you mm -hmm. go along with the game, you get stronger, you get stronger weapons, you get more health and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's just a game that like progress means something. In, like... Exactly. The only bone that I have to pick is that fishing is really hard. <laughs> so <laughs> like I still haven't it. caught all the fish, even though I've played this for like hundreds of hours on like all of my different saves. But fishing is not my jam. My one of my friends, fishing is his favorite thing to do in that game. Like interesting. He's wired differently. Like I I'm yeah. in like the Stardew Valley Facebook groups and everybody hates it. <laughs> okay, I feel at least validated that I'm not the only one that hates it. Um, and I think it's one of those things too where like I wasn't good at it for like the first couple times I did it and then I was just like, I'm just not gonna fish. So then I never really went back to it or like tried to get any better. But uh, yeah, so like that's why I really haven't like finished Stardew Valley like the community center and stuff like that because you have to catch all the fish and I've still not done that. <laughs> so it does seem like kind of silly that I just haven't do it. I know. It's like my favorite game of all time but I've like technically never finished it. Ugh. And that's even kind of a hard thing to put up against Persona. But that's a different question for a different time. <laughs> I was just about to uh, say, we'll get into that later. Plus, yeah. Like we'll probably get into I just want to talk about Perfect. Stardew Valley because I don't talk about that with anybody else. Oh, and it's so good. And it's the perfect yeah, you, switch. You game, definitely sound like me in Persona, Caesar, honestly. That was hard to realize how everyone receives me. <laughs> I know, because really then it just kind of. Reflection. You go, you get on a roll, and then it's kind of hard to stop, and then you just mm. keep talking about it. And then before you know it, you've kind of lost everybody. It's rare to find someone that likes the same thing you do when it comes to these niche games. Yeah. I say niche quote unquote, Yeah, but... for sure. Mm. No, I feel you. And... Um, and then living with Moose. Oh my gosh. Living with Moose is the best thing i've ever done because it's all the fun of having a dog without actually having to do anything like <laughs> like all of the bad stuff about caring for a dog so i don't get like the 3 a.m wake ups to like let him out or like if moose because moose really likes potted plants that we have in the house so like every once in a while we'll look over and he's just like digging in the potted plants and i just get to be like hey gia moose is in the dirt and then she has to deal with it and i don't have to do anything and it's really like Honestly, best case scenario in terms of things. I will say that them getting Moose as like a puppy has like kind of changed my perspective of like every new place that I move, I'm always like, oh, maybe this will be the place that I get a dog. Maybe I'll finally get a dog now. And then like watching them actually like raise a puppy because I haven't had like a, even like my family, we had puppies because we used to like foster animals. Um, but like I haven't had, we haven't had puppies in our house since like I was in junior high. So I like kind of forgot about the like, all the things you have to do to like teach a dog how to be a good dog. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, this is a lot of work. And maybe I just want to be friends or live adjacently to people with dogs. So I just get to do the fun cuddle toy the part, dog, but not the actual taking care of a dog part. <laughs> you just want to be the dog's fun aunt. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I know they're not home yet right now, but every once in a while, usually in the morning, Moose will come to my door because my door is like right here. I don't know if you can see it in frame. But he'll just like come scratch at my door and he's like not allowed in my room just because he really likes to go under my bed and then it's annoying because i feel like <laughs> moot it's just a disaster to try and get him out from under my bed um so i usually keep my door cl closed but then i'll just like crack it and he'll just be like looking at me like excuse me or is somebody gonna pay attention to me clearly mm -hmm. mom and dad aren't or whatever like gia's working or tim's downstairs or whatever so then he just comes here and i give him little pets and then he like prances along on his way it's so, a pretty great setup. Awesome. Are you dreading um, Tim and Gia going on holiday one of these days and you being left with the dog? 
because then you, you have so to. here's it's a little bit of both i was like oh like if tim and gia ever leave i can take care of the dog but i'm low on the totem pole because <laughs> gia i mean a cool greg also lives here so mm. like cool greg could but then cool greg has his do his dog boy and i don't i they don't really mix super well um and then but gia's sister has like called dibs on taking care of moose forever in perpetuity oh, so so I uh, I'm off the hook on that one. So I just have to wait for things to go back to normal so I can regain my place as Portillo's third favorite person in the house. Though I think now that Lucy, now that they've all been like quarantining together, I think that Lucy has overtaken me in the say, Portillo affection list, which is upsetting. I don't think Portillo has <laughs> a difference. I was gonna say like, I know for Portillo, it's really just like a whatever warm body is there, yeah. but. <laughs> I know it is like I think this is like the longest I've gone without seeing Portillo in like since I moved to San Francisco. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just gonna say, what's like the biggest difference between Portillo and Moose? Like you, because you've taken care of both of them in different. Yeah. Like, there's it's so different because Portillo or Portillo's so old, so he really just wants he's kind of perfect in the sense that he just wants to sit next to you on the couch, which is like really great whenever I just because usually when I'm over there I'm like. I'm gonna just play video games all weekend and like be a little hermit in the apartment so he's perfect because he just wants to like snuggle next to you with a blanket versus moose like requires a lot of activity <laughs> so right. he's like no i want to play with this toy and i'll bring you the tennis ball but i'm not gonna give it to you and what if you chase me around here and maybe i'll just start barking at things for no reason so it's just like a different kind he's definitely like puppy energy still or just so like old and old man energy <laughs> which is just laying there for the most part um they still haven't met though i don't necessarily know that that would ever go well because they're both like kind of people dogs like they just want to be with their humans mm. moose i guess likes dogs a little bit more than portillo but yeah i don't know if they'll we'll have to figure out the meeting situation for them at some point though i feel like it'll just be like them on the couch with their person and not a lot of interaction <laughs> just portillo in the middle of like the studio desk just lying there you know doing his own thing yeah exactly yeah. i know mm. i always do think it's so funny when greg just like puts him on the desk <laughs> like i never <laughs> would have thought about that but that's like i've never really had little dogs so i kind of forget that you can just do that mm. before we go to our first community question uh from josh strickland um one of our own had a question for you joey and he was okay. quite confused. Uh, this is JC Lego Man, uh, good old uh -huh. Josh. Um, he was just asking, Joey, what is your name? Because he's confused uh. between the Joel, <laughs> Noel, uh, yeah. Joey, Noel, Takagami. So he's many like, names. Oh, I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. So my full legal name is Joanna Noel Takagami. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then my, uh, like, I guess it was high school, high school and college that like most people started calling me Joey. Um, so like mm. pretty much anybody that knew me before, like junior high calls me Joanna and that, and my family does for the most part. And then anybody I've met after high school or after calls me Joey. Um, and then, yeah, I just shortened it to Joey Noel when I was like on the internet. Cause when I was like, I don't know, my parents were always like, don't put your full name on the internet. I was like, oh, okay. So I just went with like the shortened nickname versions of it. But now it's like all my, like all my stuff's on the internet anyway. So I guess it doesn't really matter. I went one step not. further and I put my first name and then I put the start of my last name. So I've clearly done something wrong. Thing when we were growing up and it was like screen more screen namey stuff and I'm like, eh, yeah, now it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, Josh also, so yeah, that's why uh, you get what's so many your, um, 
what's your security number? Um, and oh. grab the mother maiden. <laughs> uh, I have to go grab that and then upload over there with my mother's maiden name. I'll just give you guys everything all at the same time. Oh uh, my gosh. But yeah. That's, Philip, do you That's wanna... the second social oh, yeah, security number joke question. we've had today. <laughs> um, so okay. So Josh Strickland, uh, also mm-hmm. known as at Dark Stampede on Twitter, uh, one of the great oh. artists of uh, yeah, he drew the one of Portillo and Greg, right? As yeah, the yeah. One where, where Greg is looking at Portillo and he's got his phone in his hand. Yeah, he drew <laughs> that one. He also drew the comic of uh, Tim shaving his head for um, for Extra Life. Love anyway, so good. Right, that was uh, very good. His he question. also did some really cool custom art for like one of Tim, like Tim commissioned him to do art for like his best friend. Kermit oh yeah, the Disneyland. Like, like, it's yeah. so cool. And like the, there's awesome. all the like little Easter eggs in the background and stuff like that. Big fan. Yep, 100%. Uh, his question is, how has working for Kind of Funny been versus your original expectations and how was your role or how has your evol- uh, role evolved since starting? Oh, those are some good questions. Um, so yeah, so when I first started working for Kind of Funny, I was like, I was working remotely and just like 10 hours a week. Um, and I was like still working my like full-time like other job at the time too. So I was kind of trying to balance like a lot of stuff. Um, I, it wasn't like my favorite to work remotely cause it's so much of what we do is like collaborative and like working with each other. So it was, was we it always a little bit felt like to be I was like not the person at the office so I was like the odd person out a little bit and I think it was hard for them too because they had never I was like the first employee other than Kevin but so it was like which Kevin was there from like beginning you know all that stuff so I think they were like trying to figure out like oh how do we even manage somebody that's like not here and remote um so I think it was like some growing pains on both sides but once I got to kind of funny it was it's always one of those things that like from the community perspective, like I always saw comments that were like, they just do shows in the morning and then like, they don't do anything for the rest of the day. Like what, like they could stream or they could do more shows or like whatever, Hmm. especially in that sentiment back like three and four years ago. And then I got there and I'm like, Oh no, like everybody's working, even though we do only put out like X number of shows a day or whatever. Like there's so much stuff that happens on the back end to make those things work that it's not like, everybody just goes home after in review or whatever um it's like no like everyone's like simultaneously trying to like eat lunch but be on calls or strategize of like what's the next what are we doing for this or whatever it's just like it's always like a little bit kind of like a hurricane of like all these different meetings and people moving around and stuff like that um so that was something that i was not expecting i had also never worked in like a production environment so that was something new that i had to learn of just like the nature of how those environments work of like the tech side of things and then the post-production side like I kind of had to learn all of those inner workings on the fly um, which was fun and then how's my role changed Uh, so yeah when I started I was just doing 10 hours a week like community management Uh, then I went full-time like six months later and now it's like two and a half years later now that's crazy Mm -hmm. Because yeah, my it'll be my furniture for ages, honestly. <laughs> it's crazy because yeah, 2017 way. is when I started at, in January, and now mm. we're moving on 2021, which is crazy. Um, I think the weirdest thing that's changed about my job is that like community stuff kind of now is like 
takes a little bit of a backseat to some of the other stuff, even though my title, we've never, we've pretty much just never been able to figure out a good all encompassing title for what I do. Cause it's so many like little random things, <laughs> but yeah. So it's just like, I'm like, uh, how do I succinctly put this into like four words? And it just like never really works. Um, mm. but yeah, so when <clears throat> I was just focusing on community, now I do like way more of like our Patreon and post-production stuff and just like general, like, uh, kind of strategy stuff with Tim too, which is like actually my favorite, like being able, especially during quarantine, like having Tim and I both here has been really cool. Cause we've been able to like brainstorm and do a lot of like strategy and planning um, for like how we want to change things, especially like when we had to change stuff moving into like everybody being remotely, it was like, Oh, like how do we try and keep the like kind of funny feel, even though everybody's not for two weeks stuff like that. I know. <laughs> so it's so funny. I went back yesterday to pack up my desk um just so like we could get things in boxes from the old studio and I was like oh my gosh I have like so many like post-its and stuff on my desk that I thought I was going to come back to and I haven't looked at them for like six months um so it was just funny to like see like it just looks like I don't know like I don't know if it's Roanoke or whatever the colony where like everybody just like disappeared and like you can just see like they had like food on the table and stuff that's kind of what it felt like walking back in of like oh that starbucks cup's probably been there for a long time <laughs> i don't necessarily want to look to see that what happened inside the table as well or maybe three people's foot <laughs> i know right oh my gosh yeah, um, sure. yeah so it's like all of that kind of that was just funny um but yeah so and like every year the boys are really good about like hey let's talk about the things that you do in your job what are the things that you really like what are the things that you don't like are there any things that happen in like the don't like segment for everybody that we could like shuffle around with different people to like make everybody feel like they enjoy what they do as a whole, like kind of more optimized than it is currently and stuff like that. So they're really good about like, Hey, like I want, I want to do more of like the strategy or help add with like, or help Tim with the ad and sales stuff. So like we've kind of tailored my role to like be a little bit more of that stuff. And like some of the sponsored stuff I like help out, a little bit more on because I just find that stuff interesting so I just yeah my roles just kind of evolved from like something very specific to like something very general in like a lot of different places so if I can follow up from that actually before we yeah. go into Jesse's Jesse's question um which I think is really good um you were saying that you had to work remotely so do you think that helped you with transitioning to work remotely this year with kind of funny and um the second one is uh what's something that you you wish you had known before, you know, coming into community management and then all the other stuff you do on top of that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think it, it helped a little bit in the sense that like, I knew that like, it's a lot harder to get answers from people when you work remotely versus when you're in person. Cause if you're in person, I can just go like go stand by Greg's desk and then he has to mm. answer me. He can't really <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just standing there. You have to answer me Greg's versus like when it's like, <laughs> I know it's like I'm just gonna turn my desk so you're out of my eyesight um versus your, uh, when you're working remotely you're like balancing like slack messages and uh recordings and stuff like that so it's not necessarily like as easy to get a hold of people so I think it gave me like a little bit of insight into that uh but there was like a, also a lot of things when I started working at the beginning that we didn't have in place that we do now like we didn't have like our slack setup or our discord server which are like inherently easier ways to communicate with people than email so i think mm -hmm. having those kinds of systems in place for when we all transition to go work from home 
was really helpful because then we could still have like a little bit of those like random like dumb exchanges that we have in person but like we could still have those in slack so we didn't feel like we were only ever talking to each other about work stuff because some of the mm -hmm. like water cooler like when we go out to lunch or we're standing like waiting for the coffee machine are like the parts that i think at least i was missing the most so it's been fun to like now that we have slack and like we can have like random bullshit conversations i, I love greg's slack, slack screenshots <clears throat> they're so, like, there's some real before. funny ones that I don't think we we can't always necessarily put them out depending on what we're talking about because yeah. like, they're fun exciting things coming up but if something there's I have like a whole folder of things of like when we can talk about this we just need to bring this <laughs> up because they're funny so I'll see maybe I can pull out some of those but yeah it's always go I for it for the, I can't wait for the, the slack screenshot flood that's going to happen on January 4th so yeah there's really, a lot of those yeah really quick question from jesse g who's a pink spider felix i'd like to know if she'd like to be on content more often and if so what content would you like to be in or mm. for it to look like um so yes and no i really really love doing screencast um so i think that's the thing that I'm like currently missing because it's all like Mandalorian right now, which like I don't really care about. Um, the thing that's really great about Kind of Funny is like it's kind Joey. of open. Like Joey, I know. Oh my god, Joey! I know. I was just like hoping that I would like be able to skate past that and like. Guys, not. I'm gonna head like, out. I'm, I'm really <laughs> funny, guys, like... um, everyone's telling me that season two of Mandalorian is like really good and that I should give it a shot. I just oh, didn't care. So I never finished season one because I didn't really care about it. Um, <sighs> what the baby's cute. Really quick, really quick, are you playing fortnite right now do you have the battle pass for fortnite right now i do have the battle pass for fortnite are you right now. are you trying to get to 100 i do want baby yoda because he's very cute <laughs> but uh that's not the reason why you got it is what you're saying no i got okay. it because everybody else was playing because we have like me blessing kevin barrett and greg have been like kind of on a fortnite tear so it was just fun. like oh so fun like i just want to play with like more people and i'm like always to jump into fortnite um some of the other skins in the battle pass i think are super cool and like i've spent way too much money on like the store stuff so <laughs> definitely suckered back in but yeah <clears throat> uh mandalorian yeah. specifically wasn't pulling me in um but yeah but i love doing screencasts i love talking about movies and so i've definitely missed that um they like there's because the thing about kind of funny that's really nice is they always ask like tim and i have conversations all the time like because do you want to be on Mandalorian in review? Do you want to be on the boys in review? Do you like, do you want to be on other things? <clears throat> and I usually say no. I tried to do it for the boys, but I just realized that like, I'm way more of just like a casual viewer. Like, oh my gosh, this is really fun. I don't have like a lot of like the insights and like criticisms and like, that's not how I consume content usually. So that's mm. not necessarily like my preferred thing to be on. Um, Cause that's just not usually how my brain works. If it's something that like, I really like bits and pieces, then I think it'll be easier. Um, but there's not, I don't know, like some of the streaming stuff I more that we've been like doing lately. It's always like really fun to like, I think it also helps that like we are all playing games and stuff together more. So it's, even when we're not, even when we're just playing us offline, it does seem kind of streamy because everybody is just like amped to be able to talk to each other. And because we do content together 75% of the time, anyways, it just has that kind of vibe to it anyways. Um, but, and I like filling in on the podcast because it's just random like bullshitting and 
um, internet explorers this would be fun to like pop into just because I have all my TikToks that I would like to force everybody to watch. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I will say that I do miss like <clears throat> collabing with Nick and Andy on KFAF. That was like one of my favorite parts of the week, just because it was like, what kind of weird things can I force them to do? <laughs> it wasn't like, your what idea can to I convince get them, them? in the shower, was it? No, that was not my idea. The, <laughs> one of, my favorite Nick. one, I was like, yeah, 100% Nick. I was like, what if we make Andy stick his hand in random things that he can't see? Like, like, I am so sold. good. And Thank that's you for still that. like one of my favorite episodes. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I, I did one. not, I will say, I did not ask Greg to be a part of that. That was all Nick. <laughs> that was a great uh, So that was his creative genius. Um, but yeah, they're, on the game side of things, I don't really have any interest because that's not, I, I may, for as much as I'm like a casual like consumer of content in terms of like movies and TV, uh, I'm even like more casual with gaming. So that's not, unless it's something like, yeah, Stardew Valley or Animal Crossing, then I'm down to like chit chat about it. But yeah, that's I think I really it, appreciate it's on fun. the screencast for you though, is just having that different opinion. Like, so having you watch other things that the other guys might not have actually watched before. That's why I really appreciate having you on there. It's, uh, it's really good when you're on the show. It's oh, good. Fantastic. Yeah. And I feel like screencast is a little bit easier than doing interview in the sense that like I can talk about a movie or a TV series. I think it's when you do like the episode or movie by movie breakdown that I'm like, oh, this isn't my favorite. This is not where my skill set is best used versus I can talk about one holistic thing at a time. So, yeah. Speaking Some of Nick, fun really questions. quick, really quick. Oh, no. Nick, how does it feel <laughs> to know that this man is in your mom's house? <laughs> <laughs> It's upsetting. I will say that it's a little bit, it does let me sleep at night to know that it's not that picture of him in the cat. Yeah, no, it's not that picture, but it's still, it's still Nick. It's still the same guy. Yeah. The funniest thing is, um, my parents just moved. So I don't even know, like, I, and I'm like going to go spend a couple days with them for Christmas or whatever, but I'm like, I don't know where the Nick picture is. And so that means that in every box that I attempt to open and unpack for my parents, there is like a percentage where like, fuck, this could be the one with Nick in <laughs> and that could just be a surprising. Yeah. So we'll have to see where his place ends up being at the new house. Cause I don't think like my mom had like this, it was almost like a screen, like a folding screen, but it had picture frames in it. And I don't know where that's going to live now. So we'll have to see. We'll have well, to see. Talking of a screencast, uh, I think, mm -hmm. uh, Phil Kessel, Kessel, and uh, I think who else was it? Luke had some good questions in relation to screencast. <gasps> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so Kessel asks, uh, has she listened to the Gilmore Guys podcast? First, uh, yes, I have. Oh my gosh, love Kevin T. Porter and Demi. They're so fun. <clears throat> um, I haven't listened to. I never finished. I didn't listen to all of it. I kind of. The audio cut out. Happy lost audio. Oh, I accidentally hit my mute. Um, <laughs> I forget this way. at the top of this as I was moving a chord. Um, so yeah, I've like kind of picked and chose which episodes of Gilmore Guys to listen to based on like which episodes I really like of the show. Um, so I didn't listen to all of them all the way through, but they're so good. And like even individually, Kevin and Demi like do some really fun like creative projects. So I feel like as the years have gone on, I've actually like grown to be like bigger fans of them to see their other projects. Um, like Demi wrote for a little bit on I think the Good Place, 
like mm. in a couple of the later seasons and stuff like that so like he's it's been it, now i think it'd be really fun to go back and listen to them like oh before you guys like even did anything you just had this one podcast um but yeah it's really good they're fun um so the next part of kessel's question is what are your thoughts on the gilmore girls netflix revival oh <laughs> <laughs> um i really liked the idea of it i did not love it in actuality um i think they made some like interesting character decisions like and it i feel like re-watching or watching the gilmore girls through the seasons or whatever they called it um was interesting because it made me realize that i don't really care about rory as a character like the daughter i was like oh she kind of sucks <laughs> which like when you're watching like the older seasons and like with such a nostalgic view it's like oh of course like and because like i was like her age or a little i guess i was a little bit younger that she was on the show when i was like watching it when it was on i was like oh my gosh this is so cool and then watching it back now is like kind of an adult and i was like oh you kind of suck um <laughs> And it's like a little bit hard too because I didn't love the last season of Gilmore Girls. So I think the stuff that they did now was like kind of trying to retcon some of the stuff, but you couldn't fully retcon like a lot of the stuff that I didn't like because the writer, the original writers didn't write on the last season and then they came back for this. So I think they were, they were trying to like fix things around choices that they hadn't made for characters. Um, but there was like some things I really liked of, I think it's like the third episode where they bring back the Life and Death Brigade, which was like, this like fun college like secret society that they talked about <clears throat> in like some of their Yale years and stuff like that. Well, there's Moose scratching on my door. Um, <laughs> so there were some things that I liked about it. I didn't like how they ended it, but I I'm always gonna like hope that they do it again and like nail it. And even though I probably won't like it, and it'll turn into like a Fuller House kind of situation where it's like eh, everybody knows that it's not as good, but everybody just likes these characters. Well, in that so, same vein, that's all Riggs asks. He has a lot of questions about Gilmore Girls, if you can believe it. Uh, oh if God, there I'm was so a excited. reboot, if there was a reboot, who would you cast? A reboot? That's so interesting. Yes. So there is like kind of a weird reboot. It's not called, it's called something, it's not Gilmore Girls, obviously, but it's something with like another G and G name, name, show, Netflix. I don't think it's out yet. I think it's just like in. I can't find it. I don't know. <clears throat> it's Isn't not like Grace and Frankie, but something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but game, it's like the same the premise. Show. Um, where it's like a young like mother and daughter, and they're like it's like on paper it seems like the exact same show. So I am like a little bit curious to know like what that'll be. I don't know who I would cast in a younger one uh, so i watched the babysitters club reboot on netflix this year which i know is not my age demographic but i love those books growing up and i think that a lot of the like younger girl actors on there were really good so i would maybe pick one of those like maybe the <clears throat> i mean they're like a little bit too young so we would have to like do some finagling um but i don't know who i would pick for the mom i feel like we're in a weird thing where like the people like the actors that are like my age now are now the mom characters but i still think of them as like oh like sophia bush on one tree hill like you're still like the young teenager girl but now you should probably play a mom because that makes sense um so yeah maybe i would like cross over older actors from my favorite other tv shows like sophia bush she's really fun i like her 
she's also on like Chicago PD right now, which are one of those like weird cop medical fire like cinematic universe shows. <clears throat> but yeah, I feel like I would pick someone like her and then maybe like a nobody person for the younger daughter. And then from there, uh, Kessel asks, when can we expect a Gilmore Girls in review for screencast? And, and just give, give the follow-up one as well whilst you're at it. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then how do you think Rory and Lorelai would, um, and Stars Hollow would handle 2020, like the, the pandemic? Oh my gosh. I, I wish... like, I'm studying nothing of this right now. <laughs> we'll knock them all out at the same time. I wish yeah, we could get like TV shows. I know, right? I wish that we could get like one-off TV shows showing how all the different characters handled the pandemic because I think Seinfeld would be super funny. I think the Stars Hollow crew would be really funny. I think like The Good Place, if they figured it out, like, I don't know. I think... Arrested Development. I feel like all of these shows could have like really funny seasons. The Office would be amazing. Pandemic. Oh my gosh! Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but like when Joy oh and Chandler live together. Yeah, exactly. Like all of these different like interpersonal conflicts around this, I think would be good. Um, I think that Luke would probably be like, I don't want to say a COVID denier because that seems like really extreme, but I think he'd be like, we live in a small town. It's not a big deal. And he would try and stay open. Then I think Lorelai would just be hold up. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I think not the first ever di technical difficulty, but the... Uh, uh, it's not a real Joey appearance on a show until my Discord crashes. <laughs> you you, can, you so, can take the girl out kind of funny, but you can't take the kind of funny out of the girl. <laughs> 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 that's exactly. exactly. That's that's every time my Discord. It's not even the first crash we've had today, so you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Really? <laughs> Fuck me. Oh, God. Really? I, I, I crashed on my end during the last um, episode. It was bad. Is that even like the. Uh, I've stressful. seen a lot of kind of funny podcasts in quarantine. I can't go like two episodes without somebody crashing. I know. <laughs> I know. It just happens. Um, yeah, yeah. Lorelai, I think, would be fine <laughs> because she would just be in her house watching movies, eating takeout like she <sighs> normally does. Uh, and then I feel like Emily, which is the grandma, would be like crazy and like in a full hazmat suit and lysol at all times <laughs> no and... no help in the house whatsoever she just fire everybody exactly like nope everybody's <laughs> gone i'm living in one section of the house and that's it um and i feel like Kirk would just continually try and figure out different businesses to help people through covid but they would be really not helpful because that's kind of what he does <laughs> lorelei's been practicing for this her entire life right <laughs> <laughs> exactly um yeah that's and, awesome. and Lewis, I will, um I, asks sorry, go go ahead caesar no i was gonna say i will throw out ben has a podcast called official of official where right now they're reviewing uh what is it again new girl new girl I've, yeah. I've been listening clearly. <laughs> so it's like maybe we can work with ben and al that'd be amazing so, oh yeah, I'm maybe, super into it. I haven't rewatched New Girl in a long time, but I really liked it. Wait, what was the what was the thing you recently tweeted? Like, if Mighty Ducks, 
Oh my gosh, yeah. The, I really want to do Mighty Ducks in review to go along with the new series that's coming out on Disney+. Plus. Here's the thing. I want to do a lot of in-review series, so Gilmore Girls is not currently on my list because I know that that's a big ask and nobody else will want to do it, except for, like, maybe Kevin, because I feel like Kevin's always kind of down. Well, that's uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's and then... <laughs> that's true. Um, but... The thing, the interview series I really want to do is Mighty Ducks going into Disney Plus, and then I want to do Magic Mike in review because I think Nick telling the plot um, for Magic Mike in review yes. would be so funny um, <laughs> yes. and really fun. And then I also want to do Mamma Mia in review, but that's a whole separate thing. <laughs> uh, so we've got a Mamma Mia related question yes. in a bit that we'll get Ooh. to. Okay. Oh. Yeah, Camille, sorry to step on <laughs> But yeah, I think Nick doing the plot, and I think the like the Magic Mike movies are really fun. So I think it could be like a dumb, silly one that we do because it's only like two movies. So like, if we needed to like fill gaps between other things, I think it would be perfect. I can't wait for the costumes on the interview. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, I don't know if I can, how much I can rope them in. I know. I don't. The I feel like. In it. Yes, but I feel like I could also get them in like different themed costumes. Like somebody's in a somebody's in like the suit weird necktie thing that's like not a suit, obviously because they're not wearing clothes because they're strippers. Uh, and then like ones in like a firefighter costume and like all these different yes. things. I feel like this could be really fun. <laughs> this has to happen. Now. That's got to happen. <laughs> I'm I'm working oh on it. I'm Just imagine really if you hard. guys can get Joe Magniello to guest on one of those episodes. <laughs> that would be incredible. <laughs> Or uh, Kevin Nash too, because he's like he's a wrestler, right? True. Maybe. I true. think he is. And I feel like I don't know. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Well, talking of sorry, go ahead, Gage. No, I was gonna say I, I would hundred percent watch that review series. Like those movies <laughs> uh, me and Largen, another member <clears throat> of Simply Sassy, my actual real life best friend, we watched them as mm -hmm. a joke because they're on Netflix. It's like, let's yeah. watch Magic Mike. Let's just do it. And we watched the first one, we're like, oh my god, was that a good movie? Let's watch the second one. We watched that one too. We're like, oh god, is this one good too? It was crazy. I think I like the second one more than the first one too, Same which is here. crazy. Same here. Yeah, but it's, I think it the second one just doubles down of like, oh, we don't really care about plot. It was <laughs> like just a whole of a lot. Fun movie. Like we don't need that much character development. We just yeah. want to have like a fun movie, and that's exactly what it is. Talking about having guests on the uh, SAS cast, Fitz Patel asks, "What guests do you want to have next year?" Um, <sighs> On kind of funny content question i for years i'm available all year by the way just so. <laughs> perfect <laughs> i wanted to i know right i've been wanting to get lana lana condor and jordan fisher separately on kind of funny content for pretty much as long as i've known that they've existed uh <clears throat> because i think lana condor would be really fun to talk about to all the boys first class and like x-men stuff like she's done a lot of really cool stuff and now she's like doing youtube -y stuff so i feel like that could be a cool thing um and then jordan fisher has so many overlaps with kind of funny it's like super crazy like he was in hamilton has done broadway stuff which like i'm super into and like barrett is to to a degree uh then you have all the streaming stuff so i feel like that would be really fun he was in to all the boys he was in like disney channel original movies which i know tim would be stoked on and so like there's just like all of these overlaps where i'm like you seem like a cool dude that would be really fun um so those are the two like semi-realistic-y ones i feel like because like i think jordan follows greg on twitter so like i feel like we could maybe finagle something like that my like pie in the sky guest is always going to be chrissy teigen because i just want to talk to her about all, how she got all the stars or yeah. all her moons and animal crossing and all of that stuff 
I think that would be really fun. And the fact that she's like never really collabed with anybody on gaming content is kind of crazy. Feels like she just came out of nowhere and started talking about games, and everyone was like, "Wait, what?" I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and then on that level, level two would be AOC. Oh, mm. Brie Larson would be really fun. I'm not like a huge Brie Larson fan in the sense of like, oh my I don't god, know not you too. Really? No, I was just <laughs> like, not a, it's not in a bad way. It's just like, I only really know her for Captain Marvel and Scott Pilgrim, mm. and like, that's kind of it. Yeah. I was uh, gonna say, you, you, Chrissy Teigen and Brie Larson talking about Animal Crossing is something else. Oh my gosh, that'd be so fun. <gasps> yeah, but that's like a hard one to nail down in terms of. Oh yeah, of, for sure. Yeah. And then, yeah, AOC is like also kind of on that level of like, now that Playing she's Among doing like weird game streams yeah i think yeah. that she's super interesting but i also feel like i would maybe want to talk to her also about like non-political things hmm. uh just because she seems cool yeah and like during a month she's talk about like things. a huge backstory to the planet and what their mission was and everything like that so yeah definitely <laughs> i know yeah really i think she'd be really fun uh, on yeah. on the flip side of that uh what is this comes from mark freeman uh at the indie boy one uh, what is a cool story about hanging out with the community? Like your your favorite community story? My favorite community story? Man, I feel like there's so many. I mean, my favorite weeks of the year, I was literally just talking to Tim about this, of like, oh, I miss planning live events. Like, when do you think we're going to be able to do live events again? Because now it's been like, two full years two and a half years since we've done a live event since we didn't do any in 2019 because we were doing the world tour um <clears throat> those are really fun but like also really stressful because there's way more of you in these cities than we originally thought we planned so it's just like massive amounts of people especially like in new york and the later ones um but yeah kind of funny live week is my favorite because ever like there's so many people like in the city and it's just like so many random adventures with like the baseball game but then we just end up going to the bar after or something like that it's like i kind of try not to plan anything that week just because there's so many fun like it's just fun to walk around the city or go to like all the spontaneous events and stuff like that i don't know that i necessarily have like one favorite one because they're all fun um I'm trying to think. I do think the baseball game might be my favorite just because it was like we had a whole section to ourselves. So everybody was just like shenanigans and nobody really cared about the game, which I understand because it's a day game and they weren't playing a team that was very good. <laughs> so everybody's just and like I think it was one of the first days that everybody was like in town. So it was like a reunion. And like I fe it felt like every time somebody new like walked up to the section, like everybody cheered because it was like, oh, like we don't necessarily know who you are, but you're one of us and this is exciting. Um, <clears throat> so I just like that feel to like all of the live events. Um, I think it's like, even with like conventions and stuff like that, I miss just like walking around and like, <clears throat> whether it be like seeing people in our merch from like across the way. So like, they don't necessarily see us or, um, like just even at restaurants or just like walking through the halls and stuff like that, being able to see people, which is always so fun. Just talking about now that I think about it. <laughs> Cause, Cause I know you're a good, um, well, good because i know you're a baseball fan um mm -hmm. do you, do you miss going to games and is is it the giants net yeah next year uh, i don't know the giants have been like in this weird rebuilding year for what seems like three years <laughs> mm. so it's hard to tell um it's funny because i feel like i go to less games now that i live here than i did when i lived in orange county and i don't know why or how like orange you would have thought like you being in San Francisco and supporting the I'd team, be at games know, like, all, the yeah, all the time. I know. But there is something about, I guess, 
I don't know. San Francisco's, I guess I've never lived in a city ever. Like as usually lived in like suburby uh-huh. type places and stuff like that. So it's like, I think I overestimated how easy it would be to like get downtown to go to games. And now living here, it's just like, oh, this is like a trek. And I have to take all of these like different public transportation systems, but it's also like after work. So they're packed and it's like kind of mm. a hassle versus like when I was in Orange County, we would go to like Angels games all the time in Anaheim, like right by Disneyland, because it was like, oh, we could just drive and it was easy and stuff like that. So I feel like I need to put more planning into going games here, which then just inevitably means that I don't go to as many. Uh, but I feel like I have been like missing that. I don't know. I miss group activities. And that's what I feel like next year, whenever we have vaccines and stuff like that is going to be my mm. year of like, no. No, I want to, let's go to concerts, let's go to games, like, let's, I, I would like to be smooshed with strangers. Just make the most of it, really. <laughs> uh, There's so many times where I'm yeah. like, oh, I'll do this, I'll do that. And, you know, I'm, I say to myself, I'm too tired, I'll do it next time. And what really hit me this totally. year is not realizing, you know, I took advantage of all these things. So, yeah, just make the most of it whenever, whenever we get the opportunities yeah. to. Yeah. Is, is, it, is it Hunter Pence, like, back in San Francisco now? He, he retired, it, didn't he? He's... Yeah, so he's like back. I think they're still here in the city, like living, but he's not oh, like, but he playing for the team. Yeah, oh. I have a feeling based on absolutely nothing, no information whatsoever, that like the Giants will like probably offer him like a one day contract so he can retire as a Giant. <laughs> That's what I would assume, but maybe not. Mm. Um, so or maybe I he'll get hired on as like clubhouse help or a coach or something. I don't know. I have a question from a community member. Two questions, actually. A community mm-hmm. member, uh, up and comer. Nobody's like ever really heard of her, but she's making her way in this in the in this world. Um, Elise Willems mm-hmm. um, at Elise Willems. Oh, I have heard about uh, some of the really inventive day, stuff she's day, doing. One day she'll, she'll very get grassroots. You know, she's trying. <laughs> she's working so hard, and one day she'll make it. Uh, she asked the first question. Yes, with the Michael Scott GIF is why are you the way you are? Uh, Did you just call uh, it GIF? He did. Well, who cares? Well, I'm going to kick him out of the server. That's the last straw. I can't believe it. That's it. That's it. Um, yeah, Elise and I have bonded over our love for the office. Me and her and Andy have like a group chat that like doesn't get pinged very often, but it's always inevitably when one of us are watching the office and it's just like a funny quote or something like that. So I appreciate that she sent that in. Because um, uh, the, the, yeah. the, the real question that she says is you can only pick one franchise. Fast and the Furious or Mamma Mia? What do you choose? Elise, why do you do this to me? <laughs> it's really unfair and I don't like it. Um, so here's the thing. I'm going to pick Fast and the Furious because without Mamma Mia, ABBA, the band, and their music still exists. But if I get rid of Fast and Furious, there's like no, like they're just gone. There's nothing. There's probably no kind of funny at that point, frankly. There's I know. No literally nothing. There's no <laughs> corona beer as a brand loses all of its business like there's just nothing um so yeah like if she said mama mia tim would have to kick her out sooner (laughs) probably (sighs) that's true yeah yeah mama mia i love and adore and it's my favorite but because the music still exists outside of it i feel like i have to pick family Hot takes. Uh, Luke Warm Lewis asks, Uh-oh. "What are Joey's hot takes on the current season of the Bachelor Bachelorette?" That was hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get there one, one day. Bachelorette. Yeah. 
this season. Man, Bachelorette this year has been so weird. Um, I will say that I have to make a global apology because I talked a lot of shit about the guys <clears throat> that were on The Bachelorette this year at the beginning. I was like, this is the worst group of guys that they've ever picked for Bachelor, blah, blah, blah. But then Claire left and then Tasha came in and then all of a sudden I loved these guys because they were really <laughs> excited about Tasha. I'm like, oh, you don't really suck. You just probably didn't like Claire. Um, plus she had like Poor weird Claire. dynamic and Jesus. like- she just had a well she was just so weird like she got really mad at the guys because they didn't all jump up to like steal her away the first night and they were like i think they were still trying to figure out the dynamics of like uh no you no me no you but then mm. she got really mad and then she like called out this guy from like pulling away from a kiss which like it's a video we're literally all watching it and that's not what he did but then he just she just left and then sent chris Harrison to the rest of their date the, at the night and told him to go home and it's just like i don't like you i huh. claire's not my favorite Later. um <clears throat> but yeah i don't have like any like hot takes because i'm not super i don't know i feel like i'm just so much happier now that it's tisha and he just there. wanted to put you but out I... on twitter and be like oh look at Joe's i know <laughs> i know <laughs> right oh my gosh title. i can't wait till you tag claire and tisha in it and <laughs> yeah. i just get roasted for being anti-claire but her, her i also just didn't claire. yeah pretty much um i also didn't watch any of the seasons that claire was on previously so i had like no attachment to her as a lead versus tisha i really liked on like bachelor in paradise and stuff so so on that note to compete oh go on, go on Tisa. what are you gonna say i was gonna say so on that note is there a show like a reality show or whatever show that you've been binging recently like you oh i watched I watch so much Vanderpump Rules that it's like actually not okay. I think is that I watched all seven. Who the hell yeah. is that? <laughs> uh, so it's a Bravo, which is like really like some of the trashiest TV show we have in the states. Okay, uh, it's Ken and Lisa Vanderpump. Yeah. Oh, that's also true. Uh, so it's Lisa Vanderpump from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Uh, it's about all the like restaurants that she opens in okay. West Hollywood. She has like restaurants in like she's from the uk so i think she has like quite a few in like england maybe london specifically i don't yeah, really I just know. had dinner from there yesterday yeah really no i don't <laughs> no. know who she is <laughs> i was like oh my gosh what? that would be the craziest thing <laughs> um but yeah so it's just like about her restaurants and like her restaurants is all about like having like hot young like wannabe actors and actresses like being servers at the restaurants so they're all like dumb and hook up with each other's partners and like all this kind of stuff it's like it's top tier trash tv but it's really good i'm trying to get gia to watch it right now it's not working out too well for we all, me. We all i think she committed TV. to something else yeah but i watched like yeah seven seasons of that in like two months and these are like seasons of hour-long episodes with like 20 plus episodes a season it was really bad guys i'm oh, glad that i've made it through lot. to the other side that's a lot of time uh yeah. Uh, Manuel Aguilar uh, follows up and says, who in the office Aguilar. would win an in-real-life, uh, thank you, Caesar, in-real-life battle royale, and why is it Kevin? It's always Kevin. <laughs> it's yeah. 100% Kevin. Um, okay, because Kevin... Better, better question. Who would die first? Who would die first? I feel... I feel like it might be Tim, in the <laughs> sense that he would just be like, no, like He'll I'm just not give doing up. this. Could be like yeah. bleeding out and like Kevin's trying to help him. He's like, don't touch me, Kevin. Don't touch me, Kevin. <laughs> exactly. No, I think Tim would just be like, I I don't want to do this. I no. am not. I, I know my fate in this and I will just accept it. 
Tim would go to Kevin and be like, you're probably the only person that could probably do this as painless as possible. So just end oh, it. It'll go horribly wrong. It'll go horribly wrong. It will go horribly wrong. Yeah, so, like, I'm trying to think. Cool Greg would just... Well, here's the other thing. I do feel like Cool Greg has a chance at winning because he would just disappear and nobody no. would know where he went. And that would be hard. So it might just end up being Kevin versus Cool Greg at the end. Kevin would die of starvation. I will say that I think that up. Greg is also oh, no. going to die early. I feel like Greg would die early just because he's so loud that <laughs> he would do he would try and do something and then start wheeze laughing and give away his like, position. <laughs> the, the, so I don't think that he would last very long either. The image of Ronald McDonald's Greg and like running around. <sighs> oh, Terrifying. Wait, what, what Greg would win? What Greg, what Greg would win? Yes, because between he, Cool Greg and Greg. No, Miller? Greg. Like I mean, Greg Miller personas. Because Greg has a lot of personas. Oh, like Wado, McGonagall. Like <laughs> the Grab I think the Grabbler would probably have the best chance mm. of winning. I mean, if the Grabbler can hide in popcorn, you can hide in anything at that point. So. <laughs> I know the Grabbler has a lot of tricks up his sleeve, so mm. well, it would talk, be hard. Talking of characters, Al Bob asks, uh, "Who's your favorite uh, KF creator character?" Examples being like Johnny Ace, Smoke Mummy. Why would you put Smoke Mummy as one of the options, Al Bob? <laughs> and the Grabbler. Here's <laughs> And then I respond to Al, what do you mean characters? Those are all real people. Uh, <laughs> um, my favorite kind of funny... I mean, I have... They're all favorites in different ways in the sense that I think the Grabbler is the most interesting and weird. <laughs> I think Milk Mommy is the most entertaining because there's no... Like, in any sort of, like, Photoshop or reference or anything like that, it's always funny. It, it's like it's never don't, not please funny. don't say that in front of ben please, please. It's, never not funny. <laughs> it's always <laughs> funny what's funny about it is everyone's like, always no like context. no you're beating the joke into the ground no it's always funny like we've told nick this i think we told blessing yeah. and snowbike mike this there are like piles more photoshops especially of milk mommy that never see the light of day because Ben shows us and we say, this is awful. No. Burn it. Ba baby, mum baby mummy nearly got lost to history if it wasn't for Phil. That's right. I told oh you we had a warning before that show. Okay. Oh, the, yeah. <laughs> I warned you about that. That one was funny, though. Joey, I'll, send you, I'll send you the picture of baby mummy. Um, Perfect. No. I would love yeah, to see it's, it. Um, um, so yeah. you, mix, you, mix, you mix milk mummy with the baby from uh, Death Stranding and you get that, you know? Oh no. Yeah. Also, it was also very funny to me that Greg like made his cyberpunk character and then it ended up being Kevin, but nobody yeah. realized it until everybody <laughs> posted around it. I was like, this is very funny. I was, <laughs> I was blown away. I was looking at it. I'm like, why are they saying it's Kevin? And I blew up the image and I was like, oh shit, that's Kevin. It's kind of Kevin. <laughs> um so and good. then Johnny Ace is I have a love-hate relationship with the Ace, as many of us do. I um, love it now. I know he is. I know now he has his own football team, and we're really just never going to get that ego back in a box. But um, <laughs> he's always entertaining to have around. I like how much he antagonizes Greg because we don't get enough of that sometimes, you know? Usually it's Greg poking other people, but sometimes it's fun very true. to watch. I, I, I like how Blessing's come in now and is also fucking with Greg quite a bit now. Oh my <laughs> God. Just, oh yes. my gosh. I love yeah. that dynamic. Gary <laughs> Witta, too. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, everybody speaking of like ego how much money either on patreon or like extra life would it take for you to play mario party with nick again 
Because uh, yeah. that guy has me go in that game. That guy. And they, it's for the kids, too. It's for the kids. It would take a lot of money. <laughs> like, a lot Starry of fourth, money. baby, let's go. You know? Kind of have to break records. Yeah. Mm. I'm just seeding ideas. This is I'm just putting ideas for a kind of funny day. Or actually, uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like we'd have to raise. See, I can't even say like a hundred thousand dollars because, as crazy as that sounds as a number, like we've already done that for like extra life. So I don't yeah. feel like it's that crazy anymore. Yeah, I feel like it would have to be like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars for me to. Do it actually that. speaks volume to like how reluctant you are to give a number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is like a real, like legitimate, like off camera conversation we had where I was like, I'm never playing this game with you ever again. <laughs> Even at one hundred and fifty, you're still hesitant. You're like, oh, I know. That's fifty just to be safe because, like, that's because did it wasn't it one thirty this year, extra life? Yeah. And we haven't oh, even like finished out crazy. the year. It could be higher than that by the end of it. You heard um, you, you heard it here first, folks. We have like what six days to get one fifty. <laughs> yeah, do it, cowards. Oh no, she means from zero to one hundred fifty again. I don't think yeah. she means. I wouldn't commit to. We would have to like have that as a goal at the beginning. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, and I'm so glad that I said that because we've raised one hundred. $56,000. So I'm very glad that I made that notification wow. before. Um, uh, yeah. Please be excited, Ben. You've always got this one question you ask everybody. What is that question? Here we go. Oh, I do. Here we go. So, Joey. Mm. So... He's sitting up. <laughs> you can up. hear it. Yeah. I am. Um, so I've got this question that I ask everyone. So it's about Greg Miller and the fact that okay. Greg Miller is everywhere at all times. So I want yes. to know I've got this theory that he possibly could be an android. He could be an alien of some kind. We've had yeah. Nick who said he might be some sort of demon. Blessing said that he might be some sort of doppelganger. We just had Ryan on from um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. He's a voice actor on that. He said he might be some sort of species entirely different to our own. So I'd like to know, have you got any sort of evidence or any kind of theories around what Greg Miller could potentially be? So I think, did you guys watch that movie, The Master of Disguise? Yes. <laughs> yes. I forget yes. who. Who is that exactly is in it other than I remember that he just had all of these like crazy costumes and would just blend in everywhere. Now I have to look it up. Master of Disguise. I think that Greg is a human being, but I think that he has a huge team and arsenal that is able to conceal that he's Greg Miller so that he's able to torture other people in different ways. Like real talk if i would have just seen that like ronald mcdonald walking down the street i don't know that i would have been able to tell you immediately that it was greg <laughs> so i think that I he's just start laughing yeah exactly there were i mean there's some tells like obviously he's like so tall that like that kind of it's it's hard to play with that necessarily but i do think that he and i do believe jen is wrapped up in this portillo lucy james probably too where they're concealing this like mass <clears throat> team of people to conceal greg as all of these side characters oh i like this i like that <laughs> i think i think that they're working maybe on transitioning to prosthetics to like change his face a little bit and change that but i that's that's my theory i do that's believe fair. that he's he is also maybe crafted a pact with the devil as we saw in that uh, <laughs> let's play yeah. and oh, exactly oh, i do so think good. that that 
plays into it but i don't think he's like full on a demon i just think he like maybe has like a crossroads demon that he like calls in favors for yeah, it's, it's kind of like anime where he's got the power he just like puts that 50 percent. you know he just controls the yeah. power level of the devil <laughs> he probably had exactly. his genie moment he was like hey you know i want over a million followers i want the rock to know who i am and don't fuck with me yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly but I'm maybe sorry, he... in the video that Jeannie someone's going to walk around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing is, has he figured out a way to get more wishes? And now he's just like stowing those away for a rainy day. For everybody's sake, I hope not. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's the thing that I worry about with so, Craig Miller. I have like a serious-ish... Uh, more, more, like, because these have all been fun questions and like there have been some serious questions in here. But like, I want to get like a more mm -hmm. serious question about like life in the office. What is it like being uh -huh. the only female in Kind of Funny? And would you like to see more female and people of color representation in Kind of Funny, so to speak? Not even like on yes. camera, but like even behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. Like, I would obviously like love to have more women in the office. I think like that's something that we talk about all the time. Anytime we're ever talking about like, oh, what if we bring in this person for the show or this person for the show? It's always the conversation of like, we know that we need more women in the office and on the kind of funny team in general, both on camera and behind the scenes and stuff like that. So I would obviously love that. I do miss Andrea because it's always fun to like have a buddy. But it's like, honestly, at least for me, it's like, it's not that like, it doesn't feel like a boys club or like anything like crazy like that. Like they're actually like, we play, we mo anytime it's like any of these jokes or stuff like that, we obviously just like kind of play it up a little bit because um, it's a better story and stuff like that but for the most part it's like not particularly crazy yeah and I think too like the more that we add newer voices I could see how like maybe people would have thought that more when like in the earlier days when it was just the boys and like me but now that we've added like Andy and Barrett and Blessing and like there's just so many more people and stuff like that that it does balance out so that it's yeah I think Joey like just that. wants now like it's... a separate Sorry, I was gonna say you just want a separate bathroom. We don't have to see like a painting That's of Kevin. That's one hundred percent all I want. <laughs> all I want is the more than one bathroom. Are you excited for the new and office? Like, I think we have two in the new office because I think like legally we have to have more than one bathroom in the new, like based on the number of people <gasps> or like the space size or something like that. Um, yeah, it doesn't feel like a boys club. The only separation that it really felt like, and this was mostly before Blessing joined, uh, just based on like the orientation of the office, is that. Greg, Nick, and Tim had like the back room. So then it was me and Andy were like face to face. And then it was um cool Greg and Barrett, like across the aisle. And then Kevin was in his little thing. So oh, that yeah. that feels like because that was like the new class of people. And so like we would have fun. And like I remember Greg telling us one day, he was like, Oh yeah, it was weird to like be in the back and like hearing you guys have conversations and like inside jokes with each other that like he didn't know. But it's like, oh, you guys like have your own thing. And it's not just like everybody's like building all of their like individual relationships and stuff like that that's the stuff that i miss the most about not being in the office is just like those dumb little things of like andy poking his head out from uh, like on top of his computer and or like kevin and i fucking with andy because that also happens sometimes too <laughs> how, how big do you see kind of funny going because i think i remember it must have been like greg or somebody it's like it, it'll get bigger but not too big type of thing. yeah i don't think it'll get it's, I definitely don't think they want like 300 people working at Kind of Funny. No, it's not going to be Rooster uh, Teeth. <laughs> no. I say that like, I see Kind of Funny probably doubling what we are now. Maybe a little bit more. I feel like we don't ever get bigger than maybe like 25 people, 20 people. Something like that. Um, I think eventually we're going to need like more editors 
to do stuff. I think potentially like maybe more people to do talent kind of things. Maybe somebody like more like directly managing like post-production. I'm trying to think of what else. Maybe somebody to like helped him with like salesy stuff. I'm trying to think of like, I think between like all of those kinds of things, maybe we would be all set. Maybe somebody like handling like our PR coordination because right now Greg does all of mm. that. So not necessarily something on camera, but makes like sense because he like knows everybody. But it's also like, oh, you do a lot of things, Greg. Maybe we try and pull. Well, it's not Greg. We we've like established just like multiple do. people that you know discuss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they're already. That's true. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. So not necessarily like on camera, but like behind the scenes. More yeah. I think a little bit both. Come I on. think we need some more on-camera people too, especially if you're like going to diversify and add women. I think it would be important to add those non-male yeah, voices. So yeah, Joey's all Bachelor things we think about. Oh, I want to do that so bad. There's nothing that Tim slash I want more than just a reason to talk about the Bachelor for an hour every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll definitely say that I I sorely miss andrea for the um games daily content like it was yeah. always really nice to have her on those and obviously you can go to what's good games um to get that you know kind of perspective but i always liked the totally. bouncing off of the kind of funny kind of um idea you know in that respect yeah and yeah i think yeah it's just fun different it's fun to see people like Andrea like in the different dynamics that she like built with Greg versus when she hosted with Tim and like I don't she never hosted with Blessing or like Imran or Gary she, you know she like did, everybody but it was in quarantine oh, okay in quarantine it was just once, I yeah. Think. yeah so it's like I yeah she it's fun to see like those different pairings Wait. build and kind of oh. have different dynamics because like even now like the Tim and Blessing one I think is really fun right now um seeing them all of their like similarities and differences and stuff like that i think that they have like a fun vibe yeah the tim tim blessing games dailies are some of my favorites right now <laughs> it's a great combo yeah. tim, just, tim yeah, always has about... weird energy about him that just comes out when blessings there and i just love it honestly just love it <laughs> some of it's yeah, blessing it. i think some of it is kevin <laughs> it's a little it's a little bit of everything you know i just miss when like the morning show is on before games daily and andrew would have to like interrupt the morning show yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 11 o'clock 11 11 or whatever it was just hear that terrifying yeah. cat come out of nowhere you know the meowing well and the funny thing is that you guys couldn't necessarily hear it but the signal at least when i would host with like nick would be you could hear her heels like clacking <laughs> that's terrifying the, you could hear them from the back room coming out and it was like well clearly andrea is the only one in here wearing heels um, so you could like, it, that was almost like even scarier because it was the anticipation of like, oh no, mom's coming. <laughs> but yeah, we got to get Andrea on more stuff, especially now that we're doing more remote things. The problem is, is that there's like almost too many hosts right now because normally we have like a big rotation of people because everybody's traveling or doing preview events or stuff like that. But because those haven't really been happening, we don't get, yeah. there's not as many reasons to pull in other people for the show. Mm -hmm. But hopefully with like, things fingers crossed going back to normal next year um we'll get some fun random mix-ups i know because like fran hasn't even really been on games daily yeah we've been doing a ton of stuff with us lately 
Well, <laughs> generally in your content for this year, you've had a lot more guests on. And I think it's because, you know, instead of having to, you know, thinking that you had to have them, you know, physically in the space, you've actually brought them on in terms of like mm -hmm. on Discord and stuff like that. And that's been hugely beneficial, I think, for kind of funny. Um, just yeah. shifting to bringing guests on like on a sort of video call rather than expecting them to be on a sort of like face to face sort of basis. So that's, Give us that's the X cast a little comment. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, been really fun, especially with like us, because now we have like a Discord server that we use for like the shows and stuff like that. But it's fun even because like we don't use it for really anything other than shows like a lot of like our messages and stuff are like just in Slack. But it's fun to see like when we get a notification, like I for I was working one day and I was like, I heard the like server join noise and it was like, Dr. Lupo. I was like, why is Dr. Lupo in our server? Like what's going on? The same thing when like with Pete Hines. And so it's just like one of those fun things where it's like, because of the nature of like just being able to like jump into a call, mm. I feel like has those like weird kind of like. It's like Smash DLC, isn't it? Just seeing like think... some kind exactly. of like, what? <laughs> yeah. like, what is happening? I go through the same thing in this server because I don't know anything that goes on. I don't know which shows they're recording. And then out of nowhere, I just see Mick Scarpino joined in the Simply Sassy server. <laughs> what? I got a heart attack. And then like, the what next, is happening? The next week, it was, I didn't see Blessings uh, notification, but I saw Greg's and I got, I got so scared. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> Is that what we did here from you for like three days? She was just like on the floor to like capitalize like what? Yeah. Been like our second channel all along. We're slowly just trying to poach everyone from kind of funny into our server. And then we're just gonna one day rebrand it to kind of funny just to confuse everybody. Oh my gosh. That would be so confusing. It's like the Vivindi takeover, you know? Yeah, stop takeover. We've got 15 minutes left and I've got a couple questions for Joey, but does anyone else in the server got any questions? I, I wanted to say one, cool. Yeah, I want to say one thing as well. Oh, yeah, uh, so. Thank you. So that actually leads into a great, a great question um, from me. Like talking about having somebody hop into the Discord call, um, it has such a different energy than Greg, like just calling someone on his phone for an episode <laughs> in the office. Yeah, and, and that leads me into how has it been for you, kind of being on the more background side of things dealing with the office versus non-office stuff. Do you feel like the shows have been better? Um, how hard has it been to kind of adjust to it? Um, I know it was, you know, very different in the beginning, but I feel like you guys have hit a really nice flow now. Yeah, it was, it's weird because I feel like a lot of my like day-to-day -day stuff in the office had to change because it's like very easy for me to like, uh, just like remind people about things and like, kind of tie up all those loose ends when we're in the office versus when everybody is remote like everybody kind of has to take ownership of that piece a little bit more for themselves to like make sure that they know what's going on or they look at the calendar or like are looking at all sorts of things versus when I just like yell in the office about like hey don't forget we st like the podcast has to start in 15 minutes um <clears throat> so I feel like everyone kind of had to take on a little bit more just like personal responsibility in terms of that kind of stuff um, so that was like a little bit different, but it's kind of nice. <laughs> um, and then, but yeah, like, I feel like it was, I, I mean, I can't give enough credit to Kevin <laughs> for getting like everybody up and running because that was just like, it was so crazy. And I'm sure like we've said this on a million shows, but like, yeah, Thursday afternoon, like we all had like a staff meeting that was like, Hey, like we're keeping an eye on things. We'll let you guys know if anybody doesn't feel comfortable, like talk with us or whatever. And then like less than 24 hours later, it was like, okay, so we're working from home now. And what does everybody need? And Kevin, can you get everything and like <clears throat> manage to get like everybody all set up and like, like 
it was just it's crazy i think now it took a while to like find the cadence of what doing virtual content is because it's there's just like a, that little bit of delay and stuff like that that kind of changes like what everybody is used to from doing it in person so everyone kind of had to learn a little bit how to do it differently um but i think that they've done a really good job and i think it actually helps that like we're not all in the office so that i think the kind of funny podcast this year has been really fun and like i even just have it on in the background while I'm working because it's like, I'm not seeing all these people every day. So it does feel like catching up with friends because some of this, even like when you're in the office, like sometimes stories like would then get told like maybe a second time on the podcast if they're like really good. But like a lot of the stuff now is just like, Oh no, this is like actually just like things I haven't been able to talk with you guys about because we don't see each other. Um, so that's why I think like some of the content this year has been really fun. Cause it is just it, not that it hasn't always been genuine, but it's genuine just like by circumstance that we don't get to see each other so like when we're on camera that's you have like maybe a five minute buffer before of like things that we talk about but it's mostly yeah just, like, i mean ready. that's that's uh, sort of the same thing i feel <clears throat> with my podcast with my friend when we just you know we don't talk all week but then when we get on we start talking about you know things about our week and you know we we are both big fans of pokemon and so we we sort of catch up on the news like that um and it's a real pleasure it's, it's, a, it's a lot of fun and that's why i started doing it I, yeah I uh, like i feel the same way podcasts or like even in I play like Fortnite regularly with my friend Lauren, mm. but it's one of those things. It's like, oh, any just regular time that you can like kind of build out week to week to like catch up with people. I feel like I have so much <clears throat> appreciation for now, especially like in these like weird quarantine times, because um, it's just been like a really great way to connect with people. I remember when I think it was you and Greg put the video up of like kind of funny's working from home. That was the moment mm -hmm. we were like, oh, this is serious like yeah and, and, well because like yeah nobody knew how crazy it was gonna get or whatever yeah ben, i was just like oh. can't wait to see how this goes and so far it's going great <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know we are looking forward to like eventually being back in the studio like inevitably whenever like different pairs of us see each other because we're dropping stuff off we're like oh miss miss seeing each other but we're lucky enough that it's actually been like relatively easy to transition to working from home I've got this image in my mind now where like Kevin's like Totoro just outside in the rain with a little umbrella and like little package. <laughs> Sorry. But, oh my ben, gosh. What was your couple of questions. All Go the ahead, time. <laughs> oh, yeah, All sorry. Time. My question is just um, so community management is something that I've always uh, been interested in. So I was just wondering if you've got any tips or advice for people looking to get into community management, having that sort of background that you've got. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, I mean, the weird thing about community management is that it's always evolving because internet and places to like build community are always evolving so i feel like there isn't necessarily like a strong handbook for it and if there is i would love to have that because i feel like i could use it sometimes um i feel like the thing that i've learned is all about communication which sorry not to steal love and sex stuff's tagline um but it really is just about like i feel like that's the benefit that i have <clears throat> that we have with the kind of funny community is like hey like we're not always gonna nail it and we know that and you know that but we just have committed to at least being open with you guys about that um and i feel like that's kind of been the real like blessing not blessing but like <laughs> blessing <laughs> um yeah it's just like communication and being open and like we're never gonna pretend like we're gonna get everything right and we're totally down to like own up to our mistakes or our shortfallings and stuff like that when we do have them um and i feel like that's really all you can ask from 
people on both sides of like I I want honest and real feedback and like we're gonna kind of have that kind of a discourse and stuff like that like that's really the thing um I think the other thing is like I would there's no way I would be able to do any part of my like community management side of my job without the amazing mod team that we have on all of our platforms mm. like for the most part a lot of them like kind of run themselves <laughs> and i feel like that's been such a blessing of like i don't i don't have to do a whole lot because you guys and it's like you guys do a lot of things like between reddit and twitch and facebook and like everything like those teams have like figured out what works for those platforms because like every because every platform is different you kind of have to build like a tailored <clears throat> plan for each one of them and um they've done like a really good job because it's built on a people that are passionate about kind of funny and like wanting to like help build the community and also use of the platforms so you know the best kind of cases of like how to use different tools correctly and stuff like that because what works for facebook isn't going to work for discord which isn't going to work for reddit which isn't going to work for twitch and stuff like that so they've just been <coughs> great at kind of building that platform in that foundation of things i think credits are kind of funny um that on the Reddit, you know, we don't have too much trouble because, you know, the community you've built is one of respect, of mutual understanding, of discussion and communication. So, yeah, credit to yourselves uh, for the kind of people that you've attracted to these platforms. Um, yeah. And Reddit's kind of nice because it self moderates of like upvotes and downvotes. And like if it's an unpopular opinion, <laughs> it just like kind of disappears off the ether, which like there's criticisms of that too, of like, Oh, you don't like to hear criticisms and those why those I think the difference is when you're this. when you've got someone who gives you criticism, that's good, right? Yeah. If you've got totally. someone saying, Oh, this fucking Imran bloke doing this, that, and the other, then it's like, <laughs> well, no, you can't say that. Yeah. You're not there, coming, you know? you're not there's bringing any like respectful and... discussion yeah. to the table. Exactly. So mm -hmm. like there's a clear agenda in what mm -hmm. that is. Because yeah, there's plenty of highly upvoted posts that are very critical of the things that we do. And like we respect those decisions and like we read all of those and we talk about them and stuff like that so it just helps you to grow we just That's try yeah and it's like mm -hmm. we also kind of have to agree too that like we're not necessarily going to address every, change every single thing that somebody brings up to us because there is like bigger picture things and like mm -hmm. that we have mm -hmm. to figure out and it's like just because one person doesn't like this format means that there's somebody that does so it's like kind of weighing the yeah. pros and cons and we know i that guess where that's gonna, your, like, where your everybody. community serve um so servers service oh, mm -hmm. God, surveys that's Survey? the word surveys yeah it's 1 a.m here um <laughs> come into that so that's pretty cool yeah and did you did you have a follow-up um oh sorry my last question uh so i'm a huge uh christmas hallmark movie fan um i would love to know <laughs> yes <laughs> i would love to exciting. know have you seen any good uh, Hallmark Christmas movies? And if you can give me one uh, recommendation that I should watch. Um, so I watched Holiday, which is on Netflix, which I wasn't very is it good. The Emma, yeah, no, it was terrible. Eh? Emma the Emma Roberts, Roberts one. Yeah, it was very not. Yeah. I w had really high hopes for it and I was kind of disappointed. Um, uh, as far as Hallmark ones, there is this, I think it's Hallmark. I can't remember. I think it's Hallmark. Uh, it is one where they're like let me look it up uh hallmark movie has it got candace Cameron? so it's actually like a girl that i ended up going to uh it's called mistletoe and menorahs 
Um, when D, when a determined toy company executive must learn about Hanukkah in a hurry in order to land a big account, she enlists the help of one of her coworkers friends who happens to also be in desperate need of turning his bachelor pad into a Christmas wonderland to impress his girlfriend's father. That sounds I think much. it's really fun. Exactly interesting. <laughs> I really like that one. Um, I'm also pretty much a sucker for all of the Candace Cameron ones where it's like, yeah, there was great. one where she was like a shopping or a shoe person. Um, and who's the other one? Oh, Lacey Chabert, who's like one of the oh, girls. Oh, from Mean Girls. girls. Yeah, she yeah, has some like great. really fun ones too. Um, and then what's the other one that I saw? Um, did anybody watch One Tree Hill? There's this Hillary Burton, who's, <laughs> I was like, this is kind of a stretch, but. Uh, <laughs> Poor Phil's she, just oh, there like, yes, I did, but he's not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, I also have the cameras minimized because I. Uh, was looking this up i think it's called a christmas wish i think it's called oh, a christmas wish i think i watched that one two nights ago yeah it's really good uh yeah it's and one it's like she... a... oh sorry but not spoil it actually sorry yeah <laughs> yeah please ben. It's like, there's like a there's a wishing box in the middle of the town and like everybody puts their wishes in and then some of their wishes get granted but it has like a bunch of people from one tree hill in it they like had this weird like mini hallmark reunion uh, so I liked that one. I haven't watched like almost any of the new ones this year, which is really disappointing. Um, but I will hopefully catch up. I usually catch up over Christmas break because I make my mom record them because I don't have cable. <laughs> yes. Yes. So when I go home, I just binge all of them. Uh, before we end, uh, two questions. I'm really sorry for leaving it this late, but um, one in the spirit of Pockets Full of Soup, which um, if anyone's not seen Joey in Pockets Full of Soup, check it oh, out with Jerry Patty. That's fine. Yeah. So just check out Pockets Full of Soup with um, uh, Joey Noel. But I was just wondering, Joey, in terms of people in the industry that does um, a similar job to you, is there anyone in the industry you want to sort of give a shout out to? And two, what are your goals for 2021 and in the long term? Because I know Blessing wanted to win a few awards if he could <clears throat> in, in the long term future. But what's that for Joey? Yeah. Noel? The awards <clears throat> are so nice to be uh, nominated for. Um, and like the community is always really great. And so I appreciate all the support. Um, in terms of people doing really cool things, I want to make sure I get her like actual job title right. Um, <clears throat> so pardon me. Uh, no, you're fine. I just want to make sure. Do it's Victoria, do who do used do to work do. for Kit Fox Games. Victoria Tran, maybe. See the old, oh, there we go. It's also hard to find people right now because everybody has holiday names. So when I like, <laughs> name, they're yeah. not popping up. Um, so yeah, so Victoria, she used to work on Kid Fox Games that was doing like boyfriend dungeon and stuff like that. Now she works at um, Inner Sloth Devs, which are the Among Us devs. Uh, she does some really, really cool community threads in terms of like community management <clears throat> and what that looks like on the development side of things. So if you're not following her, um on twitter you should absolutely do it um i think she does some really really cool stuff um i also have to give a shout out to rooster teeth because they've been really good to me in terms of collabing with the community things when i first got hired i went out to austin to meet with barb to see if she could give me some like tips and tricks because we had kind of come from similar places of being community members that have ended up as managers and like how to kind of navigate all of the things that that comes with um and Steffi over at Achievement Hunter um and Chelsea are doing really good things over there too and they've been like really really great um examples of like they do like weekly community and coffee like streams and stuff together which are really cool and 
I just always like to take notes from cool people doing cool things. I also have to give a shout out to Britt and Andrea at What's Good because they have also been like, we have really good conversations about just like different philosophies for community management and what that looks like. Um, and I have a lot of respect for them because they do a lot of uh, like education <laughs> in their outreach of like when uh, patients come up in like their Facebook groups and stuff like that. Like I appreciate like a lot of their outlook is like educating people on how to talk to other people or like mm -hmm. how to present their uh, worldviews <laughs> and thoughts in a way that like isn't necessarily antagonistic and stuff like that. So <clears throat> they do they put a lot of work into that and so i appreciate them very much too cool and anything you want to cool. achieve next year uh quickly <sighs> um my biggest goal for next year in general is to get us all back in the studio which i don't really have any like particular control over and then mm. to start planning our studio launch party <laughs> i miss planning events and i miss seeing people mm. and i want to show people the cool space that we have and just get to like it's like a celebration of like the studio and also like we made it through this crazy 2020 year um so i have i've been brainstorming some like cool ideas of things that we could do um for that event which I have other things that I should probably be working on, but that's the we'll, fun stuff to think we'll about right please now. Please be excited for that. <laughs> um, Joey, thank you so much for coming on today. Um, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on the internet, generally at Joey Noel, mostly Twitter, sometimes Instagram. I mostly just post dumb things on my stories. Maybe more moose is upcoming. I feel like I have been neglecting Ooh. that part <laughs> of my content. But yeah, and then yeah, youtube.com slash kind of funny. Awesome. awesome. Ben, Eventually, I'm going to make my way back on. What? Thanks again for giving up part of your weekend. It's been oh awesome. my gosh. Yeah. When I said yeah, earlier about like, oh, when I have to work on the weekends, I did not mean this stuff. This is the fun stuff. I mean like extra life and like the long weekend things. No, but this is the fun stuff to get to talk with you guys. Uh, but Joey, thanks again for giving up your Christmas. To... Right, right. Because we're, we're oh, sorry. Particularly my Christmas. Okay. That I will accept <laughs> acknowledgement <laughs> for. Um, but yeah, happy to uh, give your you guys birthday, something to listen yeah. to on Christmas. Definitely. Oh, yeah. I wish we had more time to do this with you. Uh, of course, we we'll do have, have to. We'll uh, have to bring her back. Yeah, next year. And yes, oh my gosh, she would really love to have you back. Uh, for those of you watching, you'll have already seen the Cool Greg episode, which should go live next week, and then this episode will go live on Christmas. So, yeah, it's weird we're recording them out of order, but we do have time one episode. We do have oh. one episode already scheduled for the beginning of January. I don't want to give away the special guest yet. But all I'll say is that it's the ace up our sleeve. Oh! <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you next wow. time. <laughs> Bye.